everybody, and welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and podcast feed. Yes, I'm officially going to start mentioning the podcast feed because of Apple Podcasts. Finally, we're there. Anyway, I am your host, Ian McKegg, and joining me, as always, every Monday here, it is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. It is my best bud, Luke Stutter. Luke, how you doing today, buddy? What's up, buddy? We look different this week. We do. I'm around a red galaxy. What is happening? Wait, my name is down there. Luke, what have you done to us? Um, I learned how to use Streamlabs. Sort of. Kind of. Not really. So, each week we're going to keep upgrading and changing and getting better. And so... Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell people that we are always upgrading. So if you ever see something that we do that you wish was different, tell us and we will change it. Because we are still learning how to do this YouTube stuff. We very much are still learning and we want to make sure that this content and any content that we have is good for you, the audience. The audience, just like friend of the show well fan of the show and friend of the show taylor robinson there i did it i got the name drop in because i tweeted out that i was going to try to do it and i did it because i want to try to follow up on all of my tweets on my personal twitter handle anyway moving on from that intro we are gonna go ahead and start the show with the normal starting segment as always rookie of the week luke Bring up that beautiful graphic. All right. The rookie of the week. Ah, oh, my face is still here. There we are. There it is. Now, as you can see, we've spoken about Jacoby Bancroft. We've spoken about Amaru Moses. We have spoken about Jacob London. Today, we are talking about the first competitor who has not been a part of the online trivia leagues. We are going to be talking about Thomas Harper. Now, as my job... I have to do all the research on these rookies. And from the research I have done on Thomas Harper, based off of everything I have heard, he is one of the Dragon Con Star Wars players that frequently plays. Luke, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, you are correct. I actually encourage you to pick this guy this week due to the fact he impressed me in his ability to be on the mic, the fact he doesn't get nervous. He surprised me i really enjoyed how he sounded i think he's gonna be a good match for alex damon mm -hmm. i am curious to see what he does this year and so well, i'm excited for the info you got well let's talk about why he may be good on the mic based off of the research that i've done he is a major in the united states army and he is currently in the reserves because he has a lot of lawyer stuff in his history. He was a part of the JAG Corps. JAG is short for something, but JAG is what it's known as. And also, if you watch the TV show JAG, you should know what JAG Corps is. He's also written a few articles for the website The Legal Geeks, which, when I looked up what The Legal Geeks was, it said on Google, if you search The Legal Geeks, it says, Real Legal Analysis on fictional cases so it seems like they are a bunch of real lawyers who are real fans of this geek culture and do their analysis on 
hmm, let's see if this is right. Let's see if this is wrong. He has written a few articles there, and he is currently in the Army Reserves, as I said, as sort of a defense attorney for certain, I can't remember what it was because I read the bio on the Legal Geeks um, page. I can't remember what exactly he's the defense of. Ah, I'm so sorry, Thomas. I'm not good at research anymore. But I just know that since he has a lawyer background, he may very much be one of the people that uses the challenge rule a lot this season. Oh, yeah. I, I'm i curious to see what he does this season. We'll be rooting for him. Because I actually really like the guy. He's clear-spoken, easy on the mic, easy on the eyes. <laughs> Luke, don't flatter him so much. No, but he's honestly a excited. I'm excited for him to play this year, and we'll see what happens. All right, anything yes. else you want to go into? Well, if only I could remember what faction he was on. I can't remember off the top of my head to say, look up, get ready for that faction because they're going to have, from everything that I've heard, he is a strong competitor in the Star Wars division. And I believe he is exclusive to the Star Wars division. So that's just going to be another competitor that Alex Damon has to keep his eye on. So, Thomas Harper, you have been our Rookie of the Week. And we are looking forward to seeing what you... Yes, Luke. Um, Thomas Harper is on the den. Ah, he is on the den. The den has a strong Star Wars competitor that will they will be hoping to go up against Alex Damon for that title. So, Thomas Harper, bringing back to what I was originally saying, you have been our Rookie of the Week, and we are looking forward to seeing what you can do in the future of the Movie Trivia Smowdown. Now, you ready for the Luke, next section? Yes, which is Faction of the Week. Luke, you and I have both spoke about this. Who have we decided to have as Faction of the Week? Graphic. Faction of the Week is Swag. Ooh, and we talking about swag, drip, drip. I'm just saying all their catchphrases just to see what happens. <laughs> the, there's actually a very good reason why I wanted to talk about swag this week. Me in particular. Because I was able to recently go back and watch the Laura Kelly-Molly Damon match and the Inner Geekdom title match between Shandu and Mara. And very much, if everyone has been watching, they have been showing that Everyone in swag is basically turning up, turning against Winston. And especially in the post-match talk between Chandru and Winston, Chandru was very much saying, like, you turned your back on us. You're not here for us anymore. You're, this isn't a family anymore. You're just so focused on the new competitors that the people that were on your team, that were on our team last year, they're nothing to you anymore. You just want the shiny toy. And... I believe that's the story that they're going to be going with this season of trying to, I don't want to say redeem Winston, but sort of maybe in the eyes of his former, of his longtime members like Chandru, Paul, Lon, Ace, like maybe have them go into the, you're not there for us the new the older players you're only there for the new players and maybe the redemption arc for winston will be oh i have to go back to what i was i need to be there for everyone 
Well, I think with Winston this year, I think Chandru showed more than character in the last game. I think he was actually upset with Winston due to the fact he didn't feel he got the training from Winston that he needed. And so I think he kind of outshone how he was feeling on things. I'm curious to see what he does. I, I think Chandru either has to work with Winston or leave. That's He's got to do something. I'm curious to see storyline-wise what Chandru does. Because it'll become a major storyline. I don't know if Chandru being as upset as he was at Winston was part of the storyline at first, but now is. Mm-hmm. I think Laura Kelly's anger against Winston, I like that. It was cool storyline. That's very him. much that's very much character based between her wanting to be in corruption but being stuck in swag. That's very much a character thing for her. Yeah. Chandra's not the same way. I think it's a whole different character going on there. I like what's going on with Laura. I don't know for sure if I like how they're handling Chandru. Because he is unlikable, but what helped him was being on swag. Let me ask, if you were going to have him on any other team, which team would you have him on? I honestly, I don't see him, or and I honestly don't want him on any other team. I think him being on swag is honestly what's best for him. And I think that him being on swag is very much going to be like from now to the end of the season. I think there's going to be a big story within swag and we'll see what happens, especially with the upcoming match. I believe it's not this week. I think it's next week. Where is it? The 19th with Bibbs and Paul. So we'll see what happens in that match. How Paul reacts to Winston, how they treat the story between Winston and Swag. Because if they treat, if Paul also goes into the route of Winston, you're betraying, you're betraying Swag because you're more focused on the new players of Swag, then that's the main story in Swag. It will be Winston trying to reassure the the long-term members of swag that he still thinks about them and he still has their best interests at heart. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to some other players. Paul yes. Oyama. How you feeling on him? Paul Oyama is going to fight his hardest to get back to that singles title because again, his first, I mentioned it earlier, his first match is going to be against William Bibiani on the 19th. At Smowdown Throwdown, I believe. I believe, yes. Yes, it is Smowdown Throwdown. So that's going to be his first match. And it's going to be very much up in the air whether we have whether we have a true Paloyama return. Yeah. Last season, he did really well. I yeah. liked how he did last season. I am curious to see what happens this season. He very much has... The thing that stopped him last season was 
I think it was the match against Jeff Snyder last yeah. season in the tournament. Yeah, so Jeff stopped him in the singles, and then final exam was stopped. So it's going to be multiple facets of he Paul needs to get beyond or Paul has to beat Bibbs to try to continue on in singles and then I don't think we're going to have a team season until at least we get back into person so we'll see when we'll next see Lon because if we're not going to have a team's division until we get back into person then we're not going to see final exam in a while I actually disagree on the teams. How Christian is talking, and he doesn't want this to happen, but I don't think he has much of a choice at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably going to see teams by April. All uh, right. The last time he mentioned it was that he's looking at trying to do it by April. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want to. But with the restrictions that California has, the rules are set up, mm-hmm. real-world rules are not looking favorable at the moment. Um, I'm very I'm very much looking forward to Christian getting very upset with me after I say this because if he watches our show, he's going to be very upset with me. And it's just me simply saying, Christian, you got to get over it of not wanting to do teams. I am, again, as someone who is a part of the online trivia league, we have multiple teams divisions and we are able to run very smoothly without any hiccups. Yes, but... On that, though, they are putting on, on a different type of production. And the game is a little different than your league. So, uh, But, again, if, if, he need, if he needs ideas on how to do, even last season when he was getting upset about it, all I was thinking was, if you need an example on how to do a team's match, watch one of the online trivia matches online trivia league team matches that's a very good like blueprint on how to do a team's online yeah i don't know i think i defend them a little bit on it just due to the fact the production is a little bit different maybe the way they're they're doing the production is a lot different trying to connect to a lot of these players has been interesting something i do want to bring up and i don't know if your your opinion on it due to you've been doing online matches i wish some of the players on certain factions would when they are doing a match would kind of decorate their background maybe do some research on setup and trying to have a little bit better of a production on that end well i would again i would disagree with that because you really can't do a lot like i understand you want everything to feel like a big event a big show you want every single person's room like in the background to feel like a big thing these are people at their homes i don't think they want to set up this big extravagant thing just to make their just to make the show look better it's like if you're doing like right now if if i was about to do a match for the snowdown i don't want to spend time making my background look like i'm in the Snowdown studio. I am, that would take a lot of time and I wouldn't want to do that because I'm at home. I don't want to, like, when you're at home, you're at home. You want to relax when you're at home. Even if it's right before a match, you're at home. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just curious to see what will happen in the future with it. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to... 
we'll talk a little bit about Lon. How you feeling about on Lon? He needs to very much. Then again, I wouldn't say improve his game because he went up against Adam Collins when we last saw him in singles. It's like he needs to do something. He he is great with Paul in final exam. He needs to do something for singles. Yeah. I would love to see him get a title match this year. He's a great player. He's good at what he does. I just feel like he's one of the best players that has not gotten a belt yet. I feel like the closest we're going to see him in a title match is, and maybe even getting a title, is teams. I don't see him winning a single title. Man. All right. Eric Zipper, how you feeling? I feel like this is another storyline thing of the players who have been a part of swag and been committed to swag being upset at Winston for the new focusing on the new shiny toys because technically to them Eric Zipper is a new shiny toy that Winston's probably putting a lot of attention to because those two have a history with each other well Zipper is a gym a Mm -hmm. literal gym because he can play in three divisions yes him being in inner geekdom in singles and teams that that's not many players yeah, That's a handful of players who can do that. And I know. Oh, go ahead. I know Mike is another one of them, and Chance is another one of them. Yeah. So being able to have one of those like can play in three divisions is very, very strong. Oh yes, yes, I agree. I I want to see what Zipper does this year. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be dangerous in singles and teams. Now that they can use inner geekdoms like this, that changes the game fully. I'm looking forward to seeing someone putting swashbuckling adventure on the wheel for singles. Look, that category, I love that category. If after watching the Mara Chandru match, I love that category. Well, something too about the inner geekdom this year that I can bring up. Well, let's I'll bring this up later on as we talk more about matches and stuff like that. Let's go on to uh, Andres Cabrera. Oh, you you wanted to skip over the number one contender for the Star Wars title? Well, we talked about Laura Carey, Kelly. Uh, we did, but it wasn't as in-depth. We're okay. Let's go ahead. Very much Laura Kelly is... Her entire story is going to be trying to get back to corruption. And I feel like, and this could be just conspiracy theory i feel like there's a very high likelihood of i know this is probably the least likely thing to happen there i think there's a likelihood of laura turning to the light side being with winston Uh, and i'm saying like it's a slow build it's a slow build you start at that no i am dark side i'm corruption but like as time goes on you start developing the character and then maybe by Smodown Spectacular, excuse me, by Smodown Spectacular, she's very much like, no, I'm with Swag. And this is a family. Yeah, I think that'll be a cool storyline there. Trying it's to It's an arc. Oh yeah. And I will actually shout out Christian on this. For every challenge he has, he does storylines so well. Mm-hmm. And everything matters. Everything matters. 
So I'm going to shout out Christian for sure because I feel like he does a really good job. So let's go talk about Andres Cabrero. Ace, the one man that feels probably the most shunted and pushed aside by Winston for not drafting him over Laura Kelly. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been saying that, but Winston's main retort has been, I still got Ace in my, I still have Ace in my faction, so shut up. And I'm like, sure, you still have him, but you picked Laura Kelly over him. Well, here's the thing. And again, that's the, that's the arc of all the players that were in the, in the faction last season feeling pushed to the side for the new toys. That's the story with Swag right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Andres Cabrero needs a good year. He did great last year, but he lost Alex Damon, and then once he lost, everybody was like, oh, he's not as good, so we don't really worry about him. Well, you can't forget he won Star Wars Player of the Year. Yes, but it didn't matter because he still went so low. It's... It's going to be interesting. He needs to have his first... When they announce his first match, which for this season, when they announce his first match for this season, he's got to come out swinging. He's got to come out like Stone Cold Steve Austin ready to fight for the WWE title against The Rock in WrestleMania 15. Boom, wrestling reference. Got it, one in there. Okay, let's move forward with the next one. Uh, Vinny Mancuso. One one going up against Marisol McKee in the in his first match back this season. You rooting for Vinny or you rooting for Marisol? I mean, I feel like we already did. Yeah, we already did our predictions for that. We both said Marisol. Yeah, but we said who we thought would win. We didn't say who we were rooting for. I'm rooting for Marisol. Are you rooting for Marisol? Yes, I very am. much. Sorry, like- Winston, but. I like Vinny's character. I really do. I think he's fun. I just... I mean, he seems like a cool guy. See, finger guns, but... I've not seen a lot of promise recently with him. He's Mm -hmm. done well in the past, but he's just not one of those, like, star players that everyone thinks about. Yeah. But, all right. Let's talk about the next player. Haley Fouch. One half of... Scream, Scream Queens? Scream, Scream yes. Scream With Queen. Perry Nemiroff, they had a great run as a team. It's very unfortunate that they got split up. Again, sad by I'm, that. I'm very I'm sad very, by that. I am too. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Winston can do with Haley to see if he can push her to singles, potential singles gold. And maybe even putting her with uh, who would be a good, maybe Zipper? Yeah, I'd put Fouch with Zipper. I think that would probably be a fun team. They mm. they kind of, their characters really work well together, so I would put them together. That would be a good team. And I feel like, I feel like there's a potential for her to go very far with Swag. However, she was with Quirky Mercs last year and she got pretty far. So yeah. we'll see what happens this year. I feel she honestly was a better pick than uh, Vinny. Ooh, throwing shade at Winston. No, no, not shade. I actually think they were both good picks. I just think I would put Haley before Vinny because I think uh, Haley has a little bit more 
wins under a belt recently than Vinny. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the next one, Jim Kemp. Ah, uh, Jen, Jen, the person who I don't think has had a singles match, and I'm very much ready for her to like tell me differently. But she was in the online trivia leagues, and she got called up to the showdown for the free for all, and she hasn't had a singles match or an inner geekdom match, and she can play in both leagues. I'm upset at this. <laughs> She's a great competitor. Actually, you she's not had singles, but she's had an inner geekdom match. Oh, what was the inner geekdom match? It was against Ma- Alex Damon. I mean, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Nothing against you, Christian. That's not fair making Jen's first match against Alex Damon. It was a it was a inner geekdom match. I, it makes complete sense. I, Look, I think it was- Jen is going to be an amazing competitor this season. I believe in her. Go Jen, go. All right. So the next one is John Harris. I have. Oh, John Harris. Yes. Brother DeLon Harris, the Harris bros. I'll be honest, the season when he was playing during the anarchy, I did not see a lot of their matches. So I. He was not bad at all, actually. Okay. So we'll just. He needs a good. He needs a good partner. I would not bring back the Harris brothers. I would not do that. That John and Vinny. Uh, I, yeah, I would probably do John and Vinny. No, or yeah, yeah, John, John and Jen. Call him JJ. I don't know if Jen plays in singles. I know she, she does. Plays, does she? Yes. Okay. Then. Uh, oh, then she's a double player. She's yeah. Ooh, that's smart. She's got to do good. All right. Yep. Next one. Bradley. Uh, I really yep. don't want to say his last name to, so I don't mess up. Well, as you can see, he's a rookie, I believe, and I don't know a thing about him. Okay. And Let's then, hope for great things. Then Fra- Frankie Moran. Frankie Moran. Um, also, I believe he's a rookie, and I don't know a lot about him. That's Again, true. when we get to them in Rookie of the Week, that's when we'll know more about them. Well, here's the problem. I don't think either of them are rookies. Well, then, well, never mind. Sorry if you're not a rookie. Anyway. Let me me, me check that, actually. Uh, Yeah, neither. I don't think either of them are. Wait, who's that next to Nikki DeMolanta? I don't think that's him. That's John. No. No. Oh, there there it is. There's him. There's him. Yeah, there's Bradley. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So I can talk about Bradley, not Frankie, though. Yeah. All right. That's the end of Talking About Swag. Yeah, faction of the week. We're rooting for your swag. Pretendably rooting for every single faction. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next is a very special segment that we do. But this week, we're having to do a little bit differently. Because usually at this point, we would be talking about a specific rule that either Luke or I have picked out to talk about. But because a rule was taken out that we did talk about on the rule of the week. We're going to be talking about that rule. And what's that rule look since it was the one that you chose? I don't want to what's talk that about rule? it. I don't want Come to talk on, about what it. was that rule? Oh, okay, then fine. I'll talk about it. They took out timeouts. They took out the timeout rule in the rule book. And this is something I believe Christian very much wanted to do early on. And... I think, again, me personally, 
everyone heard my opinion. I did not like that there was a timeout rule and no seeing it being taken out. I am happy that it is being taken out because I bet when they were recording matches, there were some people that were doing timeouts and it was just messing up the flow and really wasn't working with the recording and the matches. So again, this is all speculation on my part. So I think after going through all that, they were like, okay, let's, let's take that out. We're not going to do the timeout rule anymore. Honestly, I got to listen to Christian on stereo. Mm -hmm. His explanation made a lot of sense. Basically with the online year that we're going to have this year, it's very difficult for them to be able to have a timeout. Because what do they do while the timeout's going on? Do the managers, are they on screen with the player? Do they go off screen and Christian and Mark are trying to banter? What's going on there? What are they having to do? And so it made a lot of sense. I feel once we get back in the studio the timeout rule will be back and I think it'll be a lot easier to do that during the timeout rule or during the in-studio matches. But for now, we lost the rule. I'm sad, but... I'm not. Oh, I know you're not, but so, I... So, Luke, since you talked about going back in the studio and doing the matches with people around, do you have a guesstimation? Because as of right now, Christian is sort of saying if they could do spectacular, the Smodown spectacular, do you think by spectacular, like which would be December of this year, do you think by spectacular we'd be going back at least live or in studio? Here's the sad part about that. Real world makes a difference. I know, but like, and let's look at everything real world too. Like vaccinations are going around. Like me, like based off of what I read in the Tennessee um, distribution of vaccines, I'll be getting mine, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, by May to June because of the work that I do um, in that category. I I can understand that. Um, There are major issues right now. The Fauci has been very back and forth, wishy-washy on when things will get back to normal. He's not for sure. No one is for sure. It has seemed that they don't want us to go back to normal as quickly as what most people would want. Because a lot of people won't be taking the vaccine. Like me personally, due to my age group, due to risk on, on how the vaccine is and the rollout, I will not be taking the vaccine just due to the fact of risk and after effects that some people have been having recently, my dad included, because my dad has taken the vaccine and due to taking it, it's actually screwed up his sugar to the point now he's a diabetic. So those- Well, as someone that has, that is working in the telecommute, basically the telecommunications industry because of the news station I work at, I- very much it's very encouraged that i take the vaccine because reporters are going in and out to different buildings to different locations every single day so it's like it's very recommended for me right no and i understand i i truly do honestly i completely understand that reasoning everyone has different reasoning and 
it, as long as it's intelligent reasoning, where mm-hmm. the thought process has been thought through, the research has been done, every person has to make that decision. But the problem with that, making everyone have that decision, that means each um, political view will be affected. So now, instead of everyone just going back because everyone took the vaccine, a lot of people are going to say, no, I'm not going to take it. And so how the government is going to react to that is, well, if not everyone will take it, then we can't open back up, which will affect everything else and which will affect the schmodown to the point where it all depends when they will be allowed back in. I hate bringing up anything to do with politics within this show, but sadly mm-hmm. that's what but like, it is. I mean, at this point, because of the topic that we're talking about of potentially going back to in studio or even live shows, like it's a topic that we need to bring up because we're always going to be in the situation of when theorizing when we're going to go back to a live show when we're going to go back to studio like we're always going to be back into that mentality of okay this many people have been immune immunized that's not even the right word have been have been vaccinated so at this point when could we theorize we could go back in studio or live events like we got this is sort of like the thing of our show we have to analyze everything even yes. real world stuff and see when we can go back to watching it live because i know for a fact that if i get the opportunity to watch maybe if it is if by spectacular we can like a live show for spectacular maybe i may even want to go watch it live because it'll be like a adrenaline rush i think realistic wise i or my pessimistic side will say mid 2022 that's pessimistic my hopeful is by fall okay i'm leaning realistically towards 2022 mid 2022 just due to conversations that they have had unless the schmodown was was to move to another state I could see them another state, then it will be much sooner. Then I could see them doing a. I could see them doing if they because some studios that have some like localized area of oh we are working in this area and we're only working in this area. If they do something like that and do test like do the um, COVID test and then wait two days. And if you come up as negative, you can go into the studio, but you got to stay in that bubble until we get done. Like I could see it working that way. Eventually, maybe Christian, I'm not giving you ideas. I'm just saying like, this could happen. You could do it. You could do it this way. Who knows? But anyway, that has been our talk about the live show. I do want to bring up something on that. It's okay. a question that we can end this section on. And I okay. want your opinion on it. Do you feel the movie trivia showdown should move to another state other than California? Do mm. you that California right now has extreme taxes. Everyone is moving out at, at a very quick rate. 
there's issues with the vaccine and how the legal side, how soon they're going to let them go to live shows, go to studios, do you feel they should move? Or do you think, I think that is where they should stay? I think as long as Christian and his family live in California, they're not moving. Well, it'll be it'll be to that point of if he's going to it'll be when he moves that's when probably the showdown would move but until that point they live in California that is where all of that that's where that family is and they're not going to probably move I hope I I don't want to see him moved I I really don't I don't think that's good for a family on uh, realistic mm-hmm. side of it but just on the show point I wouldn't be shocked because there's actually there's good reasonings on reasons why to move for the show and also for family because they could actually buy buy a bigger home being in a different area in a different state just because everything's so expensive in California. So let's move on to the next section. Yeah, that was the rule of the week, which turned into will we have live shows? Which will be when we will if they should move the snow down. What a great segment that was. It's a great discussion. Anyway, now we're going to the topic of where we're talking about any sort of news that came out of the Smowdown. Like, were there any announcements? I, I, I mean, I think there was an announcement. I don't know. Luke, would you consider this a major announcement? Um, it was announced that free for all number four will be happening April 24th, 2021. Luke, thoughts on the free-for-all being announced? Go. Well, that's not really a big news. I mean, no one really cares about the free-for-all at all. I mean... I mean, it's not like the winner gets a title shot and all at any time. Yeah. Or could give away their title shot to someone. Exactly. I mean, the free-for-all is not a big event. Luke, the (laughs) free-for-all. I am so excited for the free-for-all this year. I missed it last year. I hated they couldn't. But they They didn't know what they know. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. something changes so many times and so quickly, especially recently. I'm so. very much looking forward to seeing how they format it. Again, I'm going back to my online trivia league experience. I have competed in free-for-all type matches online. I can, I have seen how it can go, and I've seen how badly it can go, and I've seen <laughs> how well it can go. So I am looking forward to seeing how they do it. I am excited for the free-for-all. I really am. I'm excited to see what happens. So, and yeah. talk about on it. There are only not that much for the free-for-all, just that it is going to be happening April 24th, which is their, their Royal Rumble is going to be happening, and I'm excited for it. It's like we have the WrestleMania in December. We have their Royal Rumble in April. There are current talks with fans asking if we're going to get a Survivor Series type show. Which, if you don't know what Survivor Series is, ladies and gentlemen, it's where it's one team, which in this terms would be one faction versus one faction, a team of five versus a team of five. Which, sure, why not? Let's have that. I'd be, I'd, I'd be, good luck writing it and good luck situating it, but why not? Well, quick promotion for the show. Ooh. Remember to watch the free-for-all. You must be a Patreon when it first releases. So, must. so if you would like to be a Patreon, is $10 a month 
month, look up the Schmodown on the Patreon. We are not paid for this promotion, but I feel like it is a needed promotion because I love the Patreon. I will be watching yeah. the Patreon when I get off of this call. It would be hilarious if we were to get paid for this sort of promotion. Be like, oh, Christian, hey, thanks for the money. <laughs> no, we'll I... talk about the Patreon. No, I, I would never want to accept funds for that just because I enjoy the show. We are given a free show, basically. Mm-hmm. We pay the $10 for the Patreon, but honestly, it's worth so much more. So I will su- support the Patreon any chance I can. All right. The only other two major news stories that came out of the Schmodown before we get to our main topic, which I don't know how long we've been going. We've been going for quite a while. 40 so minutes. we'll try to... We'll, okay, we'll zoom through these two topics. Um, they announced, Christian announced on backstage, I believe, that there will be eight matches a month for first cl- for the First Class League on Twitch, which was which First Class League will be on the twitch.tv slash the Schmodown channel. There you go. That's another free promotion. And also, Rachel Cushing will be joining the First Class League announced team, which I'm very much looking forward to seeing Rachel Cushing back in some sort of snowdown near the competitors like announcing a game yes that's awesome i did not know that i am and i would would also like to thank at this week fcl the twitter the twitter account at this week fcl because that is where i got all of the or the all the aggregated first class league news and also i want to give a personal congratulations to a friend of mine Sandy Robinson. Sandy Robinson works at or worked at Full Metal Trivia. He is now joining the behind the scenes team at First Class League. So I wanted to give a big congratulations to my friend Sandy Robinson for being able to move on to this big First Class League sphere. So congrats, also, Sandy. I would also like to shout out Schmodown Power Rankings. We have been able to work with them on the Twitter on sharing different artwork i want to shout them out because honestly they i enjoyed working with them they are a really good twitter so if you are looking for really interesting trading cards for the schmodown look up at schmodown pr yes if you they are great Twitter handle. I've looked at some of their stuff. They are very good at making sure you know the knowledge. And by the way, if whenever you see art on our Twitter handle, it's always this guy. It's never me. I don't, I'm not the artist. It's he's the artist. (laughs) Anyway, we're moving on to our main topic, which may be a shorter discussion, but it's all right because we're only going to be doing a prediction for one match. And that match is for the Smowdown versus pay-per-view event where we will be seeing Dangerous, Dan Merle, the GOAT, Dan Merle versus the Insnyder, Jeff Snyder. Winner will be the number one contender for the Movie Trivia Smowdown Singles Championship. Now, look, Dan lost to Adam Collins for the title. Jeff Snyder lost to Adam Collins in the finals of the Ultimate Schmodown tournament last year. Luke, who do you got and why? Uh, well, first off, I want to say this. In Snyder! 
I've always okay. That. You you might have peaked the audio, which I told you beforehand. Do not do. I had to do that. I've always wanted to say that because I actually really like uh, in Schneider, but uh, this is probably a harder one for me to pick because mm-hmm. I always pick Dan normally because he's the goat. Uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Yeah, Zack Snyder. No, uh, Jeff Snyder to me is such a good player it could go either way we've had some time off both of them have i'm going with dan due to the fact uh, jeff snyder has not played since the tournaments and mm. Z- jeff goes off of momentum he's got roxy there that really supports him but he really goes off of momentum Dan doesn't need momentum. He just plays his game. If if Snyder was coming off of the win of the tournament, like the tournament before he played um, the Coyote, I would say that Jeff would win. But due to there being such a long break and Dan having such a interesting team behind him that he just got done preparing Mara for the Intergeekdom Championship, I'm going to be putting my bets towards Dan. Yeah, that's 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 good bets. Those are safe bets. Now, who do I choose? Dan Merle, 16 and 6, 8 knockouts. Jeff Snyder, 13 and 8, 3 knockouts. It's you had very good points. Jeff Snyder works better when there's a lot of momentum behind him. The last time we saw him play and win was the team titles. Him and Mark Andranko won the team titles. And now we're to Mm, the... Yeah. Yeah, he had some momentum behind him still. If... uh, But as you said, Dan was like training Mara beforehand so he probably has a lot of knowledge in his brain right now plus I don't know of a player that has never stopped watching movies I think Dan always watches movies yes so if I had to bet money I would say okay I'm gonna go this far I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna go to sudden death I say it's gonna be Dan winning with the sudden death yeah i will agree it's not going to be tko it's not going to be ko it's going to be sudden death i'm not going to go how deep Mm. in sudden death but it's going to be as it's going to be one of the closest matches people will ever see well in stating that something else that changes the situation is dan has not had a lot of practice recently with three rounds He's mm-hmm. been playing most of his matches recently. Well, with five rounds. you you have to remember the uh, the I think no, never mind. I was about to say I think number one contenders matches are five rounds, but no, then I remember and like no, that was just the finals of that tournament. Yes, no, it's three rounds, and so Dan doesn't have as much experience there, but Jeff does. So that but could be... you also have to look at it as Ben Bateman's probably helping Dan study, trying to get back into three round mentality. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I Again, the dungeon oh. is stacked with people that could help Dan study. 
It is stacked. But Roxy does too. I, I know I mean, you have Mark and Draco and you have people like Jacoby Bancroft who can really help you study. And like, I'm going to keep on shouting out Jacoby Bancroft of the stars because he's a good friend of mine. I don't care. But like Dan and yeah. again, these are like two sides of the same coin right now. You have Dan and you have Jeff and I think they've never played each other one-on-one. No, they've never played. So this is going to be one of those first time ever matches that people are not going to want to miss. Mm, not at all. Uh, so we'll so, put our bets for, for Dan, but man, I'm not going to sure Jeff wins. Again, I'm saying Dan sudden death. The, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be one of those ah, uh, Dan won just by getting his five-pointer. No, it is going to sudden death in my mind. We'll see. I'm excited to see the match, but man, that's going to be a rough And not only is it going to be the first time they've ever played each other in singles, it's the very first Modown versus pay-per-view. So we're getting two firsts in (laughs) one day. So yeah, this is... Modown versus is going to be happening. Dan versus Jeff this friday and we're both saying dan i'm saying dan via sudden death you're just saying dan which is fair that again this week is first official week of snowdown on um is it wednesday i believe it's wednesday yes yeah yes wednesday this wednesday we get our first match amaru moses versus jesse swift believe it's jesse swift unless you are on the patreon Hold on. Another plug. Don't spoil don't spoil them with that. We just gotta tell them it'll drop on the YouTubes March 3rd. Amaru Moses versus Jesse Swift. Inner Geekdom debut matches. However, if you are on the Patreon for the movie trivia Smowdown, that match technically just dropped a few min uh like a few an hour ago, actually. Yeah. So yeah. That's has been our show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for that long pause before I went straight to talking. It was just because dramatic effect. But anyway, that has been our show. This has been Into the Smowdown Galaxy. If you want to follow either of us on social media, you can follow me at Mr. Eli Mac. Down there it says, if you want to follow Luke, you can follow him at LukeST16. Says down there, I am so glad I'm getting used to this mirror look. And if you want to follow both of us, you can follow us down there in the middle right in the, the middle. middle galaxy geeks one and if you like this video please like this video if you want to give us a comment please comment we will gladly talk to you when we share that when we put this on twitter if you want to share it to some of your friends share it with your friends and if you want to give us a rating of one star two star three star four star five star hopefully a five star oh, rating oh, on Apple Podcast. We will greatly appreciate it. It will show how much you love this content and what we can do to hopefully give you more. Because again, we are brainstorming more shows. This is not going to be the only show on the Galaxy Geeks anything. So, with that in mind, I have been Elon McKegg. That has been my buddy. I've been Luke Stuttered. Thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs>